There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yes, it's Friday. It's movie time. We are talking films, classic films, one in particular that we can all relate to during lockdown. Yes, we're making our way through 101 films to see during COVID-19 and Niall O'Brien is on the line and Niall O'Brien is on the line and Niall O'Brien is on the line. How are you doing, Niall? Uh, well, I feel like I'm stuck in one place and every day is exactly the same and nothing that I do matters, really. But, uh, you know, like everybody else. How did you like my intro there? Were you panicking? Did you think that, that there was a skip on the radio or something? No, no, I knew it was you one knew. of your, your patented hilarious. Yeah, things. hilarious, hilarious. Uh, We're talking th- today, aren't we, about, about a, a film about a, an on-air personality who <laughs> has wit and charm when they're yeah. on air and then treats their co-workers with, you know, appall- they're appallingly uh, self-centred and treats their co-workers with contempt? Well, you know, I'm glad you brought it up because I've just been feeling like lately, like, you know, you could just have a little bit more kindness for me, you know what I'm saying? Okay, uh, okay. You know, just like, you know, just get rid of that fill you know, essence that you have <laughs> inside of you. I assume you're talking about the Groundhog. Yes. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> the Groundhog, Phil. Yes, we are talking about this today. But first, it's time to quiz listeners. Isn't that right? That's right, yeah. And I think it's quite easy this week. I don't know how, how easy you found it, but this is our Who's That Talking Now segment where we ask listeners to uh, listen to a short piece of audio and identify the actor who is speaking. Okay, here it is. I'd like to be more consistently here, you know? I'd like to really get on a... I'd like to just... And I, and I know it's not probably ever maybe possible, but because it's so improb- improbable and so impossible, I'd just like to really see how long I could last as being really here, you know, really in it, really alive. Well, it's very... Uh Spiritual or something. Uh, yeah, well, he's, he's a very spiritual guy, really. He is, he is. Answers, yeah. please. Can you guess the voice? 086-1800-658 for your answers, please. So we are talking about Groundhog Day. We rewatched this um, during the week. And listen, I'm, I, I don't think there's anybody out there that hasn't seen this, but uh, can you give us a quick yeah. synopsis? Well, I mean, uh, when it came up, I was kind of going, oh my God, this is something everyone's seen. But I was so glad to have the excuse to watch it again, especially right now because as you say a lot of people feel like they're stuck in Groundhog Day and people will know that it's about uh, a weatherman called Phil Connors played by Bill Murray who goes to cover the uh, yearly uh, Groundhog Festival in Puxatawney where a little groundhog called Phil comes out of his hole and if if he sees his shadow there's going to be six more weeks of winter and if not then the winter's going to pass 
Uh, and what happens is he's, he's like we say, he's, he's very self-centered. He's not a nice guy and uh, doesn't treat his co-workers very well. And uh, cover while he's there covering this, they get snowed in. So he has to stay there and he wakes up the next day and has to repeat the same day over and over and over and over again. So we have a little clip here. We do. Uh, I think of uh, one of my favourite scenes from it. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is people, great. People I'm sure will know it. But uh, anyway. Here it is. Here he is living one of his uh, nightmares, let's just say, over well, and I, over I, I again. I think this, this is the first time actually that he meets oh, Okay, this, this is the first time. Over and over and over and over. Okay, so here it is. Here it is. Phil Connors? Phil Connors, I thought that was you. Hi, how you doing? Thanks for watching. Hey, hey. Now, don't you tell me you don't remember me because I sure as heck fire remember you. Not a chance. <laughs> Ned! Ryerson! Needle nose Ned, Ned the head. Come on, buddy. Case Western High. Ned Ryerson, I did the whistling belly button trick at the high school talent show. Bing! Ned Ryerson got the shingles real bad senior year, almost didn't graduate. Bing! Again! Ned Ryerson, I dated your sister Mary Pat a couple times till you told me not to anymore. Well? Ned Ryerson? Bing! Bing! <laughs> so did you turn pro with that belly button thing, Ned? Or no, what? Phil. I sell insurance. What a shock. Do you have life insurance? Because if you do, you could always use a little more. Am I right or am I right or am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I love great, him great. he's the only yeah. one that can steal a scene from Bill Murray can I yeah, just say absolutely. yeah the great actor Stephen Tobolowsky I wouldn't be happy if, if I didn't give him a name check so there he is so he is so this is just one of the scenarios that he goes through over and over again by the way I'm asking yeah. listeners you know about days they'd relive over and over again what day would you live over and over again I don't know. I mean, I, I heard you talk about that. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I'd be more interested in what I'd, I'd learn because Phil learns a lot, doesn't he? He, he does. Of, like, tries to better himself. So all the things that I could be doing even now to better <laughs> myself, which I'm not. <laughs> so, well, you know, yeah. a lot of people are saying that they, you know, try and spend time with loved ones again that have passed away yeah. or reliving yeah. their, their children's births or, you know, weddings, this kind of thing. Mine's kind of controversial a little bit. Oh, okay. uh, okay. <laughs> a lot of people would be like, what? Uh, if I had to live a day over and over again, it was a day, a summer's day, in TY in the year 2000 I just finished transition year and oh the summer was stretching out in front of me Niall and I decided do you know what I'll do I'll spend the day in my bedroom listening to a load of angst ridden CDs and reading <laughs> and it was just bliss because do you know why I was on my own and it was fantastic right. and I just need some alone time right now <laughs> this is what I'm saying to you so that's what I do uh, a lot of people have well, lovely heartfelt problem. ones I don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the problem with Groundhog Day is you don't get to pick the day to, to I know. This is pick, the thing. Yeah. This is the thing. Uh, so what are we giving this star-wise? Oh, absolutely five stars, this film. I mean, it's it's a fantastic movie. Uh, I'm a little bit, uh, like, I have... I, I'm i a bit torn because this is the film where Bill Murray and Harold Ramis, who directed it, fell out. Yes. They, apparently they didn't speak for years uh, afterwards because Bill Murray was very much about looking at the more philosophical side of it what you know and Harold Ramis wanted to make it more of a comedy I think they they got a really good balance there I think that there's you can look into this this is a very funny movie obviously but you can also see that there's it's it's got a lot of existential philosophy in there that you can kind of 
latch on to too so five stars all the way for Groundhog Day Five stars is right and as you, you mentioned there about Harold Ramis apparently he wanted Tom Hanks for the lead role but then decided against it because Hanks was too nice and in, yes. uh, in, in filming and that kind of thing Bill Murray would say forget your notes just tell me is it good Phil or bad Phil and that's what he would go with <laughs> so there you go a little bit of trivia there for you on Groundhog Day now we're also returning to another classic and this is films that you want your kids to see so films that we grew up with that we want to pass on to the next generation I, I'm calling this Real Reviews The Next Generation Oh of course you are making a Star Trek reference (laughs) Uh, Well this is uh, something that we're doing in our house since lockdown we decided to introduce Dirin to a classic film and uh, we do this every Friday night and this week it was from 1984 again actually and it was The Never Ending Story so here is Dirin giving her views and synopsis of The Never Ending Story The Never Ending Story is about a young boy called Bastion who has been tormented by bullies and escapes through a book called The Never Ending Story. The Never Ending Story is a world called Fantasia where the empress of this world is ill and a warrior called Atreyu has to find a cure for the empress. After a while, Bastion realises that this is no ordinary book. So this film was made in 1984. I would have seen it as a kid and was absolutely amazed by the brilliant special effects and everything else that's going on in it. Dragons, warriors, you know, magic, all that sort of stuff. What did you think of it? Does it hold up for today? I think it still uh, holds up. It's um, the bits that were supposed to be like slightly chilling were still chilling and I still loved the dragon. <laughs> um, the art in it as well, like just how like all like the costumes and like how the world looked was still amazing and I still love it. <laughs> I, I was just going to... I, I have to... I was trying to... Sneak away. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, no, no. I like children. For breakfast? (laughs) Never. I'm a luck dragon. My name is Falcor. And my name is... Atreyu. And you're on a quest. How'd you know that? You were unconscious. And you talked in your sleep. (sighs) Could you get round and scratch behind my right ear? never quite reach it. Okay, so the big question is, what are you going to give this out of five? Five, definitely, because of just like how, um, it's just how amazing it is. Um, Strong story, um, amazing characters, and it still looks awesome. There's no like flaws in it, I think. Okay, so you'd recommend kids of all ages, because you're 14, so kids of all ages could kind of look at this, yeah? Uh, yeah, definitely. It, I don't know, it's just, it's like timeless. <laughs> I don't think I've anything else to add there. It's timeless, That's absolutely. A fantastic review. Yeah, yeah you go, you there you go. So yeah. a never-ending story, by the way, it is on Netflix as well. You'll get it, and it's one that the whole family can enjoy. So moving on now to The Last Days of American Crime. This is new to yeah, Netflix. So this is just today, it's, it's out. So this is a heist movie. Uh, the Last Days of American Crime, uh, directed by a French director called Olivier Megaton, who people might know from Taken 3, I think he directed that, and one of the Transformer or Transporter movies. So that'll give you some idea of what you're in for, I guess. So it's a kind of high-octane uh, action 
thing. The the premise is that uh, because there's so much terrorism and crime in the US that the government is going to broadcast a signal basically into people's heads that makes it impossible for them to commit any unlawful acts. Mm. And uh, five days before they're going to uh, put this signal out, uh, a career criminal uh, played by Edgar Ramirez uh, decides that he's going to pull off the last crime basically in America, uh, which, uh, you know, it's the heist of the century. And um, yeah, it's going to go down in history. I really wanted to like this film more oh. than I did. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's very violent. It's very bloody. Uh, I, I, I wanted to like it because I've not seen a lot of new stuff recently. Yeah. Because, you know, apart from Netflix, there's not been a lot coming out. Um, I think if you like, say, the likes of... And I I think the film The Purge, I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. That tackled a lot of the, uh, the topics that this film wants to tackle better. Um, but, you know, it's it's that kind of a thing. I, I just think it was a little bit kind of all over the shop. But, you know, if, you, if you're in the mood for a violent, bloody mess, then <laughs> give this one a go. <laughs> so how many stars are you giving this? I'm going to give it three. My famous three. <laughs> because I did. Like, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed seeing something new, but I just thought, oh, it had a really good concept and a good cast. Uh, Patrick Bergen is in it for like a five minute scene, but he's really good. There you uh, go. But, I met him a couple of yeah. times. Great guy. Oh, there Living there in the are, northeast. Yeah. There you are now. Local collection for you yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I just want to, and Michael Pish is one of the actors in it. Who oh, plays, I love him. You know, in a in a in a heist movie, there's always some guy who's just a live wire. Like he is a live wire in this. Yeah, and he's a little extreme. bit typecast at times, isn't he, Michael Pish? He does, yeah. But I guess yeah. he, he picks his he picks his roles. Yeah, he doesn't uh, mind. Uh, okay, yeah. so we're we're going for uh, next week number forty nine. This is what we're watching on 49. our list. Forty nine. Yeah, so forty nine is the King's Speech. Oh, do you know Colin what? Firth. I haven't seen it. Oh, very good. Yeah. Well, I'd be interested now to see because there's a bit of controversy over the one best picture, I think, the year it came out and there were other movies that people say were, were better that year. So I'd be interested to see what you think of it. Perfect. Okay. And if you want to watch along with us next week, it is The King's Speech. Now we have some TV films for the weekend. Uh, great ones here. Yeah, there's like three really good movies on uh, on tomorrow, on Saturday. Uh, Moana is on BBC. Great film. Six. Yeah, fantastic. A really, really good uh, Disney movie. And uh, Sully, which I've not seen, is on RT1 at a quarter to ten. So that's the Tom Hanks true story of the, the hero pilot uh, directed by Clint Eastwood. Oh, I haven't seen uh, that either. Yeah, yeah. Must get that yeah. one. Um, and About a Boy which I think is a great film great so if you're film watching Sully it's on the same time it's on at 5 past 10 but you know set the, the recorder or the skybox whatever uh, for it uh, Hugh Grant I think is fantastic and it's one of the few films that I will watch with uh, what's his name the guy in it the little kid oh what's the kid's up. name oh, oh he was in the X-Men he was wasn't he when he grew up oh he'll, yeah, he'll yeah. come to my mind now in a minute yeah 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 that's on TG Cahir tomorrow night 5 past 10 as well about a boy listen uh, thank you so much as always for great real reviews we'll talk to you next week yeah well I'll be doing this over and over and over and over again now <laughs> <laughs> if you want to listen That's to it over happens. and over again, it'll be available on our podcast, lmfm.ie, a little bit later on. Thanks a million.